0: I bet you Calvin Ridley's happy that Aaron Rodgers signed a 200 million four-year deal. Nobody's talking about Calvin Ridley anymore today. No. Because of Aaron Arash putting on Twitter, investing nearly half a billion dollars into a quarterback with one Super Bowl appearance. Truly hilarious. You know, when you think about that, it's, it's, it's about value, right? Are you bringing in a guy who's worth the money you're going to pay him? And can you bring enough pieces around him to, to put a championship team together? This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Good morning Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP show coming to you live from the Stage Bar at the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination. And it's another really big day. We've got our closest friends with us today. One of our best friends, Theron Flurry joining us here live. Let's get him on stage. How you doing, Theo? I'm great. How are you? Good. Good, good. You've been down to the Grey Eagle, I assume, in the past? Yeah, I've spent a few hours in this place yeah. back in how are day? you on the gambling thing i'm, from good, now. I'm good, good now, now. you're yeah. okay, good now okay It felt kind of weird walking in here so i bet well i appreciate, <laughs> appreciate you coming I was down like, i was like oh there's the dice table right there you like that eh? back in the oh, day yeah, i love
1: playing dice
0: <laughs> throw a pull that mic right up to <clears> your <throat> mouth there theo if you don't mind yeah, yeah. so there you go um theron flurry with us today also coming up michael sean duger of the athletic seattle he's coming up an hour two we're going to dig into the russell wilson trade and before we go any further you don't need to throw the graphic up guys but the poll question today for capital automall universal collision center is who won the russell wilson trade yesterday the seattle seahawks or the denver broncos we just posted it and last i saw 100 saying the denver broncos won it so that's Part of what we'll talk about with Michael Sean Duger and Dr. David Leggs coming up, professor from Mount Royal University, my alma mater, and former, well, past president of the Canadian Paralympic Committee. As the Paralympics continue in Beijing, we'll be talking about that. But we have a live studio audience. We've only been here a month, and we finally have the setup, Theo, that I wanted a month ago. Yeah, the looks, speakers, you came at a perfect day. Looks great. Yes. Should have brought my guitar. <laughs> We've got a few here. <laughs> i see that that's going very well too i understand hey the music and your Mm -hmm. recording and
1: yeah it's been uh it's been fun you know i think that uh um i i I guess you know the, the you know i'm always trying to lead by example right and uh you know unfortunately carl lewis wrecked it for all of us guys that are trying to be former professional athletes who became singers you know right he ruined it i didn't know he was a singer well did you remember i knew he was a runner but you remember when he tried to sing the anthem at the chicago bulls game it was terrible that part yeah that he destroyed any any chance of us but uh (laughs) um you know doing the doing the album was so cathartic and so incredibly fun um and uh you know when i wrote the book. Uh, that was life changing, and then you know I grew up around country music. Like everybody, didn't we all <laughs>
0: at home? Yeah. But
1: I really grew up in country music because yeah. my whole entire family's very musical. My cousin Amber finished uh, in the top ten of Canadian Idol one year. So, uh, and my fondest memories as a kid were sitting beside my grandpa, listening to him play the fiddle, and my dad was you know playing the guitar. They were actually playing it. Oh, okay, yeah. I grew up yeah. listening. To yeah. It. No, we. We come from a very musical family, and, uh, and so I had a friend in Winnipeg uh, who's in the music industry, worked for Sony, Sony Records. And uh, our dads used to play music together before we were even born. And this kid, Phil DeChambo, was a phenom hockey player, really great hockey player. And 14 years old, his mom and dad bought him a guitar for Christmas He quit playing hockey locked himself in the bedroom and learned how to play this guitar for two years and then got into the music industry so uh shortly after my book was uh released i called him up and i said would you be interested in writing a song with me he's like yeah absolutely so i went to winnipeg and and uh we spent a week together and uh we wrote we wrote a song called as the story goes which is basically my life in a song and uh i remember when he sent it back to me uh when it was all done and mastered and everything i listened to it and i was like wow this actually sounds pretty it has good a big sound yeah or, yeah it sounds pretty good so i called him i said what do you think he goes yeah it's great i said well do you want to keep doing this because i said i'm really really loving it right so i would go back and forth to winnipeg and then <clears throat> and then i had a buddy here in calgary An Irish guy uh, from Tyrone Ireland and you know we used to drink and party together back in the day and the whole time we were you know uh, doing our thing I had no idea he was was a musician didn't come up so we both get sober he comes over to my house one night we sit in my basement and we write the title song for the album in 45 minutes and so you know i spent about 6 years you know we probably wrote about 30 songs and then picked the 10 best songs and there's an unbelievable uh recording studio uh in Langdon outside of Calgary and so we went there we put this album together and uh yeah it it turned out great i think we've sold like 10,000 albums wow which is pretty amazing for for uh for the music industry cuz it's so competitive right and uh but yeah it's been it's been a lot of fun. Well,
0: it's congratulations on mm-hmm. that. And the thing, it's like this show. It's competitive in what we do. Yeah. And it's a lot of it's uh, the help of the Calgary sports community, of which you're one in Saskatchewan sports community. And I appreciate you coming down. But I knew this was going to be it, folks. I, I didn't even get a chance to say. We're going to break with the usual format, which I generally loathe. But... <laughs> I'll get to my quick six show topics later once Theo adjourns because he's got places to go. Look, at he's all dressed up. There's a brand new chapter in the next unfolding, fascinating life of Theron Flurry. And what a lot of people don't understand, Theo, you and I have had these long talks. There is more to life than sports, you know, and all that. And we will get to that. But it is a sports show. So I do. And and entertainment as lee reminds me because yesterday i had the keyboardist on from foreigner oh there nice. comes here. that was really cool oh, awesome. yeah i don't interview guys like that very often that's cool but i want to jump out to this alex ovechkin last night booed in the saddle dome pretty much every time he touched the puck mm-hmm. and i've been going off about this railing on this mm-hmm. i think it's media driven i think you know people don't like to think for themselves they see that oh we should be down on Ovi, so let's boo Ovi. right and he shrugged it off and went out and scored twice, as you saw, and they won. The Caps won in Calgary last night, 5-4. And you and I have talked about you being booed back in the day. He just rolls off your shoulders. Clearly it rolled mm. off Ovi's. Yeah. But I still thought it was wrong.
1: Well, I hope that they were booing because he was beating the Flames. You know that's not why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know that's not why. Yeah, but I, I,
1: I don't understand what Ovi has to do with, you know, what's happening. You know, um, uh, obviously Ovechkin's been probably one of the greatest players to ever play our game. Uh, he has, uh, an incredible opportunity to become the greatest goal scorer of, of, of our lifetime. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's unfortunate it's when politics and sports sort I of, hate it. sort of uh, you know, meld and come together, but, uh, um. You know, I got a great story. So my wife works with uh, a guy from Russia, came over to Canada, you know, and... Uh, Your wife's Belarusian, is she not? She's Belarusian, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Belarusian, sorry if I yeah. said it wrong. Yeah, and, uh, and so he asked my wife, because his son was a big Ovechkin fan, and she said, uh, or the guy asked, can, can we go down to the saddle dome and and watch the capitals morning skate i'm like yeah let's go so we go down there and i call peter hamlin and say i have this kid who's a big ovechkin fan is there a chance we can meet him after the morning skate and peter's like yeah absolutely so so after the morning skate i go down and there's ovi and i'm looking at him and he's got yellow laces and a tinted visor and i say to him you have a tinted visor and you have yellow laces he goes i go where where did you get that idea and he's like from you <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> and then he asked me for a stick like an autographed stick of mine and i i, I don't have any sticks <laughs>
0: you know i haven't played hockey you go to long. canadian I tire. Played
1: hockey for a long time but you know he told me he said i i was a big fan of yours you know and i love the way that you played and you know and he says how are you doing and how's, how's life and you know like really concerned and you know and I thought you know that was really kind of cool that uh, that I sort of inspired him to you know wear the tinted advisor and the and the absolutely and the yellow laces so um, and I thought he was a really sweet kind uh, caring guy because he asked me about my life because he knows my story right so um, it was really kind of cool to to see that side of somebody that probably nobody gets the opportunity yeah. to see, and you know, you know why guys have success is because they respect people. You know, they appreciate the fans, um, and they're kind to everybody. And that kid got to meet his idol, and Ovi bent over backwards. To make this kid have the best possible experience of his mm-hmm. life, you know? And, and that's that's what sports is all about. And and uh, I understand that he's probably in a really difficult situation, but it's not his fault, you know? It's not his fault. And, uh, you know, politics and sports have no business being in the same sentence or the same place. And, uh, but, you know, we're, we're such, we live in such a div- divisive, environment that you know we're forced to choose sides when i would say the majority of people just want to be in the middle and you know they want to have freedom of choice freedom of speech you know all of these things and and uh slowly but surely that's that's been taken away
0: well and that's why i was upset for Ovi because i've never met him been around him the caps people swear by him they wouldn't have made him a captain if they didn't believe in him right and all Mm -hmm. of that and it just bothered me that he was being booed last night for all the things that you've just said. Right. He doesn't deserve any of this.
1: It's not his responsibility. His responsibility is to the Washington Capitals, the team that pays him a lot of money to perform. And what did he do last night? He, he, went, out and he went out and did exactly what he's been doing for the last you know, almost 20 years, and that's helping his
0: team win a hockey game. We will. Um, we had a few more minutes in this segment. The next, we'll get into a little more hockey stuff. But the thing is, Theo and I went through a recovery coach training academy last May. And when it was over, you and I stayed on the Zoom for a while. And we talked about the world. And you said, it's never coming back, Rod. It's too far gone. <laughs> and I'm like, Theo, I can't believe that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to believe that it's too far gone. I got to think it's going to come back. Right. But you still think it's too far gone. No, I, I always have hope. Oh, right? you do? Yeah, absolutely. Good. I always have hope. Good. You
1: know, it's just a matter of, of uh, <clears throat> you know, the, the collective. You know, we need to get, get together and put our foot down and say, you know what? Um, you know, my, my philosophy in life is as a citizen of Canada, I have three responsibilities. Pay my taxes, vote, and stay out of jail. And other than that, I do not need government making choices and decisions on my behalf i'm very capable of looking after myself and i'm also capable of looking after the less fortunate because i've spent the majority of my life doing charity work and uh it's probably the greatest joy i have in my, in my life is is helping less fortunate people whether that's dealing with their trauma or you know their homelessness or you know whatever it is and so um you know, the game, the game blessed me with a lot of opportunities and allowed me to have the voice that I have today. And so, you know, my allegiance is to humanity. It's not to politicians, right? And, uh, and, um, and that's why I've been so vocal, right? I've been so vocal because, um, you know, I made a promise to myself a long time ago that if I saw abuse, that I was going to call it out. Right. And that's the reason why I've sort of dug my heels in on that side of the line. And, uh, you know, I'm talking about, because so many people reach out to me, Rod, in the last two years who are struggling mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And, you know, I've been able to connect the dots with them, especially abuse survivors, because that's what it is. You know, mm-hmm. the the same tactics that my abuser used against me—so coercion, manipulation, all of these things—well, that's the exact same thing that the government is doing to us. And you know, I even had my own struggles early on in the pandemic, and I couldn't put my finger on it. And then you know, I went to my therapist, and we talked about it, and she goes. It's very similar, the two. And so all of your abuse stuff has come back into your life and and uh, and when I was able to connect the dots, then I know what to do after that. I know how to deal right. with, with the depression, the anxiety, you know, the fear, all that stuff, right? And most times when that happens, it's just a sign to get back to your spiritual way of dealing with life right and uh because spirituality especially in recovery is probably the most important piece number one uh that keeps us you know
0: on the path one day at a time absolutely i love it mm. good for you and then you've paid it forward with help another
1: yeah absolutely that's that's how that's how you stay <clears throat> in recovery for long periods of time is uh, whatever you get, you got to give it away because why would you go through all of the crap that you've gone through if
0: you're not going to share that experience, strength, and hope with somebody else? Unfortunately, it's such a secret, but it's not to us. If everybody did, yeah. maybe that's how we can get the world back, Theo. Well, I, 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 there's no doubt
1: that uh, the, the planet is traumatized. Right? And uh, uh, I, I think we all we all at some point in our life experience some sort of trauma, okay? And COVID-19 has been the most traumatic thing that's happened since World War two. So we already have a traumatized society. We have added another layer of trauma. And then, you know, we've isolated people. Uh, we've taken away community. So you can't go to church. All the rinks were basically shut down. And so as somebody who struggles with mental illness where's the worst place you can be if you experience mental illness well right here
0: yeah right in your own head and you're forced to be in it and
1: you're forced to be in it and Hmm. so if you can get into your heart space that's where all the good stuff is compassion empathy forgiveness love caring all those things and and so you know if you can get out of your own head and get into your heart space um you know, that's where the healing is. That's where all the truth is. That's where all the answers, you know, lie. Folks, write
0: this down. <laughs> it's, it's a manual here, what Theo is saying. And by the way, you're noticing the staff here, Theo Greagle's congregating in front. I've said <laughs> to the folks, we could make a real nice living as the house entertainment yeah, for the course. staff here. Absolutely. It's the greatest thing. They treat <laughs> us so wonderfully. So when we come back, we'll get into a little more of the hockey stuff. But I knew... This is what we needed to discuss in this opening segment with Theo in the warm-up. On the way, Mike Duger from the Athletics Seattle to talk about the Russell Wilson trade. David Legge, past president, Canadian Paralympic Committee. We'll be right back. You're watching on the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces in 31 states. Live streaming on YouTube and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the
1: Rod Peterson Show now.